Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about knowing your finances. It's a good time to think about it because we're going in the new year. Before we do that, though, let's take a second to talk about two things, the land flipping blueprint and the live event coming up on February 29th. Guys, uh, if you're thinking about getting this industry, this is it. This is a course that you want to buy. Justin and I spent months doing consulting calls and helping people out before we ever put this course together. So what's that mean for you? Well, for one, because we've done so much consulting, we know where people get hung up and we've addressed those issues in this course. But also, you've got two experienced land investors who came together, took the best parts of each of their business, and laid them out for you in an easy-to-follow video format. So if this excites you, and you're thinking about getting in the industry, all you got to do is go to our website at www.casualfridaysrei.com and click on the training tab and uh, get going. If you sign up for the training and you buy a live event ticket, which is going to be something you don't want to miss, you can get 50% off the course. So live events February 29th. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be huge. Fun day, Top Golf, Fort Worth, and this is getting kind of long. So we're going to move on into it. Uh, happy Friday. What's up? So this is like the biggest... This is day after the biggest day for returns like in history every year, huh? Is it? Yeah, because the day after Christmas, all the people that got the gifts that they didn't want that sweatshirt or them socks or them underwear, which is what I asked for this year, they go take them back and get what they want. I saw a funny meme the other day. It was a picture of a bunch of holy underwear and socks. And it's like, hang on, guys. We're almost there. <laughs> we're almost there. <laughs> Man, I, I, my wife got mad. I ordered, some, I ordered some boxers off of Amazon. And they showed up, and I pulled them out of the box and set them on the bar. And she's like, you couldn't wait till Christmas? It's a week away. And I'm like, uh. What did you just say on Monday, how she did something like that, and you stole your, I did, stole I never, your thunder? So. I never told her that's what I wanted. I just, I wanted a belt. That's, I'm pretty simple this year. I want a belt. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'll know if I got it or not, because today is Friday after Christmas. Yeah, you, you should know. Teleporting time. I get void all that. Like, I don't do, uh. What's the day after Thanksgiving called? Black Friday. Yep. I don't do Cyber Monday. I don't I don't return stuff after Christmas. I don't I, go search deals. Like if something pops up and I'm like, oh, that's a good deal, I'll buy it. But I don't go like search them, if that makes sense. I'm not like, oh, I got to find the best deal on this. But I have done that before. And like, you know, there, I knew I was going to get the kids balance bikes. And it was on sale for, you know, $49 and normally 100 bucks, And so I bought, bought them then just because they were popped up on my feed. It wasn't like I actively shopped it. I kind of felt like Black Friday this year was, wasn't as big a deal as in years before. I would say like, Two, three, four years ago, you know, people getting trampled to death at Walmart or something. Yeah. Economy's good. People have been buying shit all year. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and online. I did see that on the news. 15% of more store closings or something like that. Something drastic was closed. Yeah. More sh- more stores closed. Uh, pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Brick that's and why, mortar. Like, and uh, mortar. that's why things like uh, guys like, what's his name? Ty Lopez was able to buy Dress Barn. Oh, God. I don't know why you'd even talk about that. Like, I don't <laughs> even get like that. That correlation, I guess it's, it's one of those things where he's going to prove how good at what he does he really yeah. is. So if y'all don't know who Ty Lopez is, he's an internet marketer famous for selling courses, but his ads give you zero idea of what he does. He's, yeah. It's him and in his garage talking about how he reads a book a day and he has a Lamborghini because of it. And that's all his ads are. But then he sells like maybe 10 different courses and they're all high, high ticket courses. Anyways, he's supposed to be known as one of the best internet marketers around. 
And I kept getting an ad on my feed. I was like, if you're an accredited investor and you have $400,000 that you want to invest, book a time to talk with me. And that's all the ad said. Oh, I, I don't have $400,000 extra dollars to give some guy that I have no, no idea, idea what, what he does. does. <laughs> um, but then I read, he raised, well, actually, I don't know how much he raised, but he bought Dress Barn, the retail store, $750 million. Ugh. And he's going to take it all online. He immediately shut down like 60 or 70 remaining stores and taking the whole thing online. Wow. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> like, I, like, I just, I'm perplexed. Like, I feel like maybe I need a Lamborghini and a bunch of books. And a, he bought a $45 million house in that, Beverly Hills or something like that. Like, I feel like we need a few of those things to prove that to the Instagram flex, maybe. I mean, he's flexing hard. I mean, I, I mean my, my little Raptor ain't that cool, but when you're in the land business, it'll jump some sand dunes. I mean, I got a... 2011 Mustang GT. <laughs> I mean, it's fast and I like it, but it, it's no Instagram flex. It's no flex, huh? And it carries a German Shepherd around it. <laughs> Old bear. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what you wanted to talk about today, Mr. Southie. Yeah, finances. I, I feel like this is more of my subject because I, I feel like you kind of it's just it's not your favorite or something. I just I just got so much money. I don't need to worry about finances. It just, it just, it just falls out. That's how rich pocket. people go broke. <laughs> that's is, how is they don't worry about it. Not not when you just rich rich. Uh, yeah, rich people go broke that way. Rich rich people they don't. Uh, they, they just got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this came up for several reasons. Okay. One, it's the very end of the year. Yeah. People with leftover money. I, I keep getting a lot of ads on my Facebook site. Did you know if you own your own business? You could do $56,000 to do something with, right? Essentially yeah. what they're saying is... Put in your, put in your 401k tax deferred? Yeah. Yep. Right. It's so not my topic. Remember, it's your topic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. doesn't mean you can't talk about yeah. it. No, I'm with you. But also, um, oh, end of year planning, right? If you have a bunch of money left over, you can buy stuff now that you'll use in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then also, we've got with the live event and Project One and like all these things coming up and we're planning on having a huge year. Yeah. I needed to take my forecasting skills and really just see how much money that's going to be, we'll be putting out. Yeah. That way we have an idea. That way we're just not kind of like shooting in the wind. Yeah. And I had to put it up on my whiteboard, even though, cause you can, you can kind of go, well, we need to make X amount of money. Uh-huh. But if you don't really track it and kind of know where that's going, mm-hmm. then. Uh, yeah. It, we, and we've talked about that in previous episodes. Like I, I said that, Hey, I'm going to pull 300 bucks out of my monthly spend and I'm going to go through every bill that comes out for the last couple months see what's recurring and see what can be reduced down. And that's kind of falls along the same line. But instead of looking at what you already spent to do that, you're forecasting what you're planning. And, and that is a great tool to do because some people, they never, they're like, I, I want to make a hundred thousand bucks. It's like, okay, you want to make a hundred grand, but they never say work backwards from that goal. Like I'm going to make a hundred. Okay, cool. How are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to send 250 mailers a, a week out. Like they taught me at so-and-so's course and I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what do you need to make per property? How many mailers is it going to take to get a property? You know, what is that going to cost you? The 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 extra costs that go along with that, oh, your Pat Live, your data, your parcel software, your phone answering service, is it going to increase up? You know, what all actually plays into that end goal of what you want to do? And does it actually make sense? Yeah. And I feel like it's not one of those things you get right exactly the first time either because it, it didn't hear. Yeah. Right? Because then you, you put down immediately what you think you're going to be spending mm-hmm. over the next, and then you, you stare at it for a while, and you're like, well, wait. Because I'm sending more mail, I got to buy more data. Mm-hmm. Well, that in turn is going to make my phone ring more, so I need to plan more for my Pat Live account, mm-hmm. right? And then my marketing expense is going to go up too because now I've either got more properties that I need to market more or mm-hmm. whatever. And like, so what does this all really cost? Because it's great to say well, I'm gonna do X, mm-hmm. but if you're not planning for it, then you're hurting yourself in the beginning. Yeah, and I I want to segue into that because we have a lot of listeners that took the coffee money method and ran with it. 
And then some of them have gotten surprised with some special utility districts, some POA fees they didn't know were coming. And I I plan a hundred dollars in extra fees on that. Looking at all the deals we did this year, the the average with property taxes all in everything was one hundred dollars and seventy six cents. Including purchase price? No, no, no. That's just extra oh. fees outside of marketing to sell, eBay mm-hmm. fees, and the purchase price. That was other fees into it. And the closing cost. That doesn't count any of that in there. So, you know, if I wouldn't have planned that, I could have been severely like let down or upset or freaked out. And then when you explain that to somebody, say, hey, you know, I have the last 57 deals on that. Average price is 176. That was just from this year. And they're like, oh, okay, well, that's that makes sense. You know, some had none. Some had two and 300. And they're like, well, what do you do for that? Well, I adjusted the dock fee up a little bit. I may have sold it outside of eBay, you know, and, and pushed it really hard on a Facebook or through a mail, an email campaign to the buyer's list or, um, you know, Craigslist, something of that nature to where I didn't have to, I could offset that cost somewhere else. Yeah. Real quick about coffee money. I want to give a special shout out to Logan Ellis. Okay. Logan uh, bought the coffee money book. Okay. Right? He had never bought a course from anything, but he, he bought the coffee book and he's done really well buying them. Uh-huh. I talked to him the other day. He paid $300 for one property and he okay. sold it for $2,700. Wow. How many deals have he done so far? Um, I think he's done 30 plus deals. Okay. And uh, anyway, point is you don't hear, you know, you, you hear people buying for a hundred, selling for 500, selling for 700, a thousand bucks. He's gotten creative with his marketing, and he sold one for $2,700. Wow, Logan, thanks for thanks for proving that you can be a real estate investor for the price of a cup of coffee. That is true, yeah. And that's uh, that's awesome to me. You know, there was some hate thrown out there on Podcastville about the coffee money real estate, and knowing that our group, the people that read that book, went out and did it, have bought over, I want to say it's close to 2,500 properties now, 2,500 plus, to the point that Arkansas said, we have so many deals coming in. They're redoing their website so you can instantly pay online because of we had driven so much traffic to them. Yeah, I was going to say that. I, you had told me that the other day. I was going to bring that up. If you didn't, uh, I think that makes it a whole, that changes the game. It's going to be a whole lot easier now. You don't have to mail it in. You just check out with your credit card. Yeah. I mean, where else in the world can you go buy real estate with your credit card right then and uh, just go sell it? At wholesale prices. At, right? at, yeah, at less than wholesale yeah. prices. I mean, shoot, you could go through and wholesale these lists off to people. Hey, I got 50 properties I bought for 50 bucks, and I got them for, you know, 125 You could do that and make pretty good money. Mm-hmm. If you plan for it, if you think ahead. If you think Cause ahead. Because really when it comes to that, you know, you go buy 50 properties, 100 bucks a piece. Well, you're not just paying the, the $100 a property, right? There's all the extra costs that come with it. And mm-hmm. if you don't have that extra money, yeah. then, then you're going to screw yourself. So always, I've got it three months out. I yeah. kind of think that's kind of where I like it to be, three months ahead. Mm-hmm. I think your comfort level kind of depends on who you are as a person, though. I live life dangerously, baby. <laughs> well, that's why I'm glad I'm, I've am i got it up there then. <laughs> and, what, and y'all don't see this, and maybe one day soon you'll get to see what we look at and like our, our mannerisms and our blunders and bloopers, but Adam keeps looking towards his whiteboard, and he's pointing me to our Casual Fridays three three-month forecast and how we look, where we're at, where our current state is, and how all that looks, because... Well, we said last show that, you know, you would be surprised in what we do and the back end and cost that it, we incur. And you're like, well, you, it costs you this much for to, to post it and for the internet and stuff like that. But no, there's a lot more that we've gotten to go into it because we, we came to play. We're not here just to goof off and really do this. I mean, we do that on our show, but on the back end, we, we came to be a force to be reckoned with. And that's what we've proven and we know how to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, we could very easily 
just by hosting and just have a web, a podcast that costs a hundred bucks or so a month. Right? Yeah. But that's kind of, we're not here to do that. And so when we, I know there's going to be people that heard that and they're like, Oh yeah, right. It costs that much. Well, you got to factor in what we're doing. Yep. And if you're coming to the live event and you're with project one and all that, you'll see it. So mm-hmm. you'll know, but yeah, I guarantee you there's more money to be spent in the next three months <laughs> than, uh, than you would think that we're spending. And, and I know you probably look what our course cost or uh-huh. what a live event ticket cost or whatever, uh-huh. but trust me, that money is very well spent and it's not like we're just stuffing our pockets and forgetting about y'all. Yeah. They're not, it's all for y'all. Yeah. We're, there's no Lambos and book a day club, mm-hmm. no beach houses <laughs> and no dress barn in our future, no dress barn in our future. There's going to be, there'll be some other cool things. So it's uh yeah, you, you do have to plan and that's, and it goes for all parts of your business. The money side is one thing, but actually planning inventory and, and forecasting what you're going to need on an inventory basis and what that looks like. Because uh, Beth, she, well, I love her. She has moved on from me and moved on to working for herself full time. And so I have a new person doing that. And by doing that, they wanted to buy land a little bit different than what she did. So they're putting out offers of three a day. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, what's your exit strategy for this? And they're like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well... It's nice to say, hey, you're buying three a day, but if you're going to buy three a day for a month, that's 90 properties. Are you planning on listing three a day and running them on auctions? Are you going to manage that? How is that going to look? So sometimes it, it's easy to get into habits or you know have goals that, that make, oh, I'm going to do a deal a day or I'm going to do a deal a week. Is it something you can actually maintain that volume mm-hmm. and keep moving? Real quick on Beth, did we tell the story about her being called out as the... Oh, no, I don't think ninja. so. No. So when we had uh, we had Beth on the show, Adam uh, <laughs> introduced her <laughs> introduced us as the sales ninja, and um, which, by the way, I don't put thought into this stuff. It just kind of whatever I'm feeling at that <laughs> moment, I just say it. It's right. Verbal and when, diarrhea. And when Beth was here, she became the land selling ninja. Yeah, and so she uh, she was setting up a drone pilot for one of her properties that she's buying. And the guy goes, is this Beth, this the land sales ninja or land flipping ninja? <laughs> so that guy's a listener. We appreciate that. That made our day. Um, but to think that, you know, that impact and little things like that, you know, well, Adam didn't plan that. It's nice to see. And I, I, Beth got a kick out of that. And, and to hear her laugh and giggle about it, you know, it's it's amazing to see. And while she's still involved in some stuff that we do on the back end, she she has moved on from my little eBay business. And I, I'm going to miss her dearly. Yeah, but you can come meet Beth at the live event. Yeah, she'll be there. Yep. So, all right. Well, I think we got the point across, right? Should we let him go? Yeah. Okay. It's Friday. Solid show. It's a solid message. I think everyone should be adopting it. Don't uh, skimp on forecast your, your forecast, your finances. Finance is the most important thing. So, while you're doing that, go to Facebook, go to Instagram, go to YouTube, give us a like, give us a follow, then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Monday. See you guys.